Private Capital presents Cincinnati's own Wise Money with the founders Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wise Money with the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital, Brad Olson, Joe Wilson. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. Also joining us in the booth, Chrissy Paredes, our wonderful producer who puts everything together for us. Let's start out with Bradley. Bradley, how are you doing this week? Good, Spike. How are you? Hey, (laughs) Chrissy. Hey, hey. Doing good. Hello, everybody. Everybody in the house. Look, we've got so many different things that everyone was sharing around the team conference table this morning. It is the season to be checking your investment performance. What's going on with correlation of assets throughout this year, uh, actually the negative correlation. And where will inflation go? Looking at some of the different prognosticators, the economists out there saying that inflation might not float down to 2 or 3% even after all of these high interest rate hikes hikes all of that and so much more on today's program with Brad and Joe Joe uh boy there was a lot that we were sharing at the conference table with the entire team this morning what do you think are some <laughs> of the biggest do. concerns yeah yeah what do you think well, are some I, of the concerns well i think when you're looking at just the market and this has been an amazing year of volatility We've seen so many statements uh, from folks that have come in off the show, and we've seen just cr- really carnage from a lot of folks. We had a really bad summer, and we saw some revisions on earnings. The analysts were starting to bring it down, and we started to bounce off the lows, but it sure does look like we're butting back up against that here. This is usually the time when we get a Santa Claus rally. Uh, trading tends to get a little lighter. Not as many many folks in the office. Trading volume tends to go down. However, it wasn't very long ago, 2018, when December was a nightmare. It was actually one of the worst Christmas Eves we've seen, uh, maybe on record, Brad. I don't remember that. And it wasn't until the last week of the market just had an amazing boom, boom, boom. And so I think everyone's hoping we'll see that spike. But the Fed has really let the air out of this market's balloon. And earning revisions are coming down, uh, especially for next year. And I think that's a concern. Some of the economists we love to follow, one of our favorite, Brian Westbury, First Trust, uh, an amazing economist, been named the Economist of the Year, been a rabid fan of his for decades. Um, in some cases, they guys, they've nicknamed him the Perma Bull, came out, has been talking about his concerns about next year, and, and literally came out on Twitter yesterday and was just saying, brace yourself, we're going to have a recession in 23. So uh, I think there's concerns, well, and th- rightfully so. Yeah, I think there is. Uh- you know, the the layoffs or job cuts are still continuing. You know, we're still getting big companies announcing the the layoffs, even though the, you know, the numbers came out last Friday, job numbers are hot, and, and that caused, you know, some distress in the market. But it's, it, I, I think as we're going to go into the first quarter next year, um, I think there's going to be some some problems in the job market. Well, I know Pepsi just announced some right. some large layoffs, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, is mm-hmm. that recessions are, are a normal part of an economic cycle. The bad news is it's job losses. And we've seen heavy job losses in the technology sector, and we've covered that numerous times on our show. The, the challenge is, is when it starts to get into mainstream, and when you get companies, Amazon is starting to do it, although... You know, they're, they're, say, tech, but they're everywhere now. 
when you're starting to see companies like Pepsi, and I know Morgan Stanley just came out with some layoffs, it, it's starting to hit Main Street a little bit more. And it is an area that I think we, we've tried to to bring up with everyone to just be aware, watch your P's and Q's. You don't know how long recessions can be. We, we, we haven't really seen an extended recession since 08 and 09. And we've talked about this ad nauseum spike. And we talk about in our meetings and Chris, we bring it up with you quite a bit. The parallels that, that we don't want to see is 2000, 2001 and 2002. Yeah. That's a long time. When you're looking at three years of a yep. loss of 11% in, in 2000, 13% in a one, 20 plus percent in, in 02, that's a 40% decline. And, and that's what I think everyone's worried about. I don't think anyone's worried about the 0809. Companies are way healthier. Banks are much more yeah. uh, solid, but we also have a lot of debt. And so mm -hmm. you're, you're looking at a scenario where the Fed is trying to get things under control. But, but here, here's something in the news we got to talk about because I'm one flight away from being that fancy schmancy, whatever they call it, diamond level at Delta, which means I'll probably get a, finally get a free cup of coffee or something. Delta pilots are just proposed a 32%, I believe, raise. Um, oh, that's wow. going to... Over four years. Yeah. Over they, four years. They, they okay. proposed that, and I think they tentatively accepted it. it tentatively have, the union tentatively, it has to have a union vote, but it's tentatively accepted. And so here's the issue. If you're United Airlines, if you're American Airlines, if you're Southwest, if you're uh, Allegiant, right, let's go down the line, what's going to happen to your pilots? Well, they're probably going to demand something as well. And so who's going to pay for that? Well, we are. And tech tickets are already outlandish. And as wage inflation increases, those prices tend to get passed on to the consumer. So it's almost in face of what the Fed is doing. They're worried because they can't tend to, to get in front of this thing. Because as raises come, prices will increase, and that's what's concerning the Fed. So the Fed's not anywhere close to, to stopping this, um, and that's why I think you got to be prepared for a long little year here. I, I wish I was wrong, but we're preparing for well, a struggle 23. I think one of the dangers is, you know, in the past, the, the, the Fed and the government have always come in and dropped helicopter money to to restart and, and get the economy going. So true. And and I don't think there's any appetite for that, given where we are with the debt and, and the Congress. If we go into a recession, um, I, I don't think there's any appetite on the on the government's part to come in with the helicopter money and, and bail everything out. Like D.B. Cooper That's, money, kind of? Kind of like D.B. Cooper money. Yep. Like a heist yep. type situation. I feel like uh, I was like 14 during the time period that uh, this happened. And so I'm trying to figure out what it's going to be like for me. I've got no idea really what to brace for. Short well, of texting you guys point, and stuff. <laughs> Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people do. Right. And that's something we're trying to bring awareness to just the, the modern retiree and those that are saving and working. And the greater Cincinnati folks listening to our radio program is that it has been a while since we've been through uh, recessionary markets. They are normal and we have not had one in a while due to, like Brad yeah. said, we've had a zero percent interest rate environment really artificially low for a while. And it's it's the chickens have come home to roost, if you will. And what you have to be prepared for is is some rougher times when it comes to the labor market. We're in a weird I situation. Think that's coming. Yes. We've never yes. been in a recession when the labor market has been this strong. 
But we also never printed $10 trillion to bail us out and shut down the economy like we did two years ago. So we're in uncharted territories. And I think what we're going to see is a, is, is that dichotomy of economies. I think there'll be sectors that are going to struggle and we'll see job losses. And I think you'll see sectors that'll probably thrive uh, and, and, and be okay. And I think that is what we're just trying to make sure everyone's aware that when the market, when the market does go through recessions, job losses are very normal part. And the last thing you want to be doing right now is, is have yourself into a budget that doesn't have a rainy day fund uh, or taking way too much risk inside your personal portfolios when it comes to personal finance, because bad times do happen. And that's when you want to be positioned to take advantage uh, buying assets on sale. So, in fact, that's one of the reasons why I'd like to I'd like to pop in really quick with the phone number right now. I know that you do this for our, the clients that you work with. I know as we go around through through all of the group meetings, these are the messages that you're trying to prepare folks with. But there's a lot of folks out there who don't have you as financial advisors yet. So let's yeah. start with the retirement readiness review. Call the phone number right here. Folks, this is the time when you need advanced financial planning to help you get through times like these. Whether we call it a bear market, whether we call it a light recession, call the phone number right here, 844-657-1072 to get started. That's 844-657-1072. Brad Joe, most of the reports you were seeing uh, that we talked about so far was uh, large CEO layoffs. Any positive news before the end of the year from a lot of these last Fed reports of the season? Well, we're starting to see inflation. This is count. It's two sides of the slightly mouth. Slightly moderate. moved down. I think we looked at recent food inflation was like ten point one percent, which is just ridiculous. October over October, um, but as sad as that is to say, that is definitely an improvement from August. About was twelve, I believe. So we're seeing slight improvement. I think the the. The Fed recently came out saying they probably weren't going to be moving at the rate that they were. And that's what's really caused some havoc. And we talked about it ad nauseum spike and Chrissy, where the Fed raised 75 basis points. And they've done that four straight times. Right. The last time in history, Brad, when they raised 75 basis points was 1994. We laugh at that. I was Once. one time and I was in yeah. high school, Lakota, yeah. back when it was one school, Lakota <laughs> High School. So it's been a really long time because I'm really old. You are and, not. Um, you look really young. Stop it some more, Chrissy. Yeah, <laughs> a young, about to be 47-year-old. So I feel like I'm I'm 92. It's been a long time since we've seen the Fed move that way. And and so when when we see four straight hikes, it is alarming. And I think that's the the surprise that we could we're hoping to not see that the Fed's going to mm -hmm. raise 50 basis points, which. The market likes that, but when you really put that in perspective, that is a massive interest rate movement. But, and what people have to be aware of, it, it's not an exact science. You know, the, the Fed comes out and goes, yeah, we're going to control inflation, and this is how we're going to do it. And and it's using a sledgehammer to drive a, yeah. a nail. It there's, there's going to be a lot of unintended consequences. And and when we're going to look back on it, they're going to be obvious. And, and we're going to think, well, they should have considered that. But, but right now, they're just pounding the sledgehammer. Well, in addition to that, Brad, though, I think what's important, we're just talking about the interest rate hikes. What we haven't really seen is the liquidity where they're pulling money and yeah. not really propping yeah. up this bomb. And they're yeah. just now starting that. We have never, never been through a quantitative tightening 
that we're getting ready to see from the Fed. And I think yeah. that's what the market's concerned about, Spike, is that, yes, they've raised rates. They're not going to back down on it. But now they're going to start tightening with their balance sheet. And that is something this market has not seen. Uh, and it could it's it could be very volatile. Let's just say, hopefully, it's a smooth ride. That's that's where it is. It's unproven. Uh, we haven't really seen it, and it's going to get interesting to say the least. Hey, Brad, Joe, Chrissy, I hate to interrupt everybody, but I need to keep us on track and let's make sure we get out to our commercial break. Make sure that you call in so you can get started on your own retirement readiness review. It is complimentary for our radio listeners. As you can imagine, though, broadcasting all around the area here in Cincinnati, the appointment schedule fills up quickly. Call as soon as you can, 844-657-1072. That's 844-657-1072. We're going to talk about asset correlation and YouTube when we get back right after this break. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. In the booth here with Chrissy, in the booth here with me, Spike. And we're talking about, gosh, just all the different storylines that have happened throughout the year. What's going on with the markets? But uh, we also have kind of a, this launch has actually been out there for a little while. I wanted to talk about the correlation of assets from our team meeting this morning and YouTube. Maybe, maybe Joe, you can find a way. How, how are all three of these things related? What's going on with YouTube and you? YouTube. Well, we're getting our YouTube channel established. You can go to our website, OWPrivateCapital.com. We have a plethora. A lot of our news uh, interviews are, are housed on there. We do have a couple of our television, Wise Money shows that are in there. By the way, we're back. NCAA football is uh, sadly... <laughs> over but on the bright side that allows us to go back to our original time slot on saturday nights abc wcpo seven o'clock to seven thirty right after yeah. the abc world nightly news catch yep. your world news and then hop on what's going on with uh, wise money where you could see the retirement cpa bradley m olson and yours truly talk about all things and ways to be and stay retirement ready. Uh, and then once the NFL ends, we will pick back up on uh, Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock on Fox 19. Sunday so, mornings. Sunday mornings. That's right. Sunday mornings. Once the NFL wraps up their season, usually around February, September, we're on that channel. So uh, YouTube, been launching it. You can go to our website, OWPrivateCapital.com, click the YouTube channel. Go down there and hit subscribe, but you'll get an update on some videos. And we recently did a video about correlation of assets and why we feel that's so important. So many folks are coming in for the first time and when we get their statement. Part of our retirement readiness review is just a real in-depth look of fees and expenses and hidden risk. And one of the ways to look at hidden risk is how correlated are all of your assets to each other. And um, it, it's it's interesting when you have correlation with two securities would move in the same direction. So if the market's up, they both would tend to move up. And if the market's down, they would both tend to move down. They're correlated. What you want to be careful of, especially as you get close to retirement, and in markets like this where things really can go south, the last thing you want is everything in your portfolio to be correlated with each other, right? You, you want to have some defense out there. And, and Spike, we're, as we talked about in our meetings, we're, we're not seeing that when folks come in for the first time. And so we did a fun little video uh, just talking about my memories of Christmas time, staying with my family down in South Texas and 
grandma's quilt how it's usually a bunch of different colors yeah. and that's really what this correlation chart should look like several colors and we're just sound, kind of seeing it now all one color very solid everything's correlated together and it's it's wrecking havoc and it's why we're seeing folks with portfolios that are down 20 25 30 well, percent and and people are fine with that when everything's going up like the last 10 years stocks Stock market's been going up. Bond market's multitude been going of up. Investment sense. It's all good, right? Yeah. Everything's on a rocket. But but the the problem comes when the markets tip over. Then you've got everything going down the slide at the same time. And people look at their their portfolio balances and go, What is going on mm -hmm, here? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you guys, how do you think people end up being so correlated? I don't I don't think it's on purpose, right? They think that they're choosing different funds. They think that they're choosing different kinds of investments. How does it happen? Is it does it come from the choices that are in their 401k's? Is it um, kind of misunderstanding the titles of the funds? I know it's probably not, all I the above. Think, yeah. I think a lot mm -hmm. of folks look at to be honest, we we sit down with folks and how did how did you choose your investments? And they're like, well, I went and looked at yeah. what XYZ fund did last year, and I, I went into that. And so what happens is they're trying to find um, all the past winners and just hoping that that's working again the next year. What tends to be is that means they're all correlated. Yeah, and and just because you've got 22 different mutual funds doesn't mean you're diversified. And that's the truth. It, it's... Um, Especially when you're when you're looking at past returns to choose your funds, the last ten years everything's been going up or twelve years, so so you're going to find just by the the process of selection, you're going to have funds that are moving same direction at the same time, and that's fine when everything's going up. But all right, so so through a retirement readiness review, that kind of analysis, how do you? untangle it how do you uncorrelate it how do you start spreading it out more diversified so we can get out of this this correlation matrix that, that a lot of folks seem to be stuck well, in yeah i think that and brad what brad's saying is number one you need to understand what you own that's where number one you have to understand where, where are, are you, you now now exactly where are you where's your portfolio and that's that that is where we start with every new client here's where you are now not just with your investments, here's your hidden risk, here's the current risk, here's what you're paying for that risk. Now, how do we hedge and utilize against that? And there's different asset classes that tend to work. There are investment strategies, there's sophisticated option strategies and alternative assets that can work together to create a diversified, not just in what you own, but making sure you're, you're not all correlated together because that's the kiss of death in an extended bear market when you cannot suffer going into retirement, as we call it the risk box at age 60 to 72, year after year of negative market declines, it can wreak absolute havoc inside your portfolio. How how often do folks think that they're they're properly diversified or their assets are allocated appropriately and correctly? And it turns out in a review, they're really not. Well, I don't think they've ever asked that question. And and I I don't think they've ever had an analysis done and, yeah, and had it explained to them so that so that they can see what's going on and why that's dangerous because they haven't had a need for that. Right? Well, the and most been going up. Most standard Wall Street firms don't run the analysis that we do. It's just this is the model that 
um, you know, ABC model that our bosses tell us to put people in and you're in it. And so one of the things we like to do here is as a boutique wealth management firm, we want to make sure that um, we're positioning our clients in, in areas that we watch the correlation, making sure we have defense, making sure we have offense. You need both uh, since we're in football season to win big football mm-hmm. games and too many teams um, might we just say the old godforsaken Brian Kelly years where it was an amazing offensive University of Cincinnati football team, but they had zero defense. And that's what we've seen so many statements come in where it's like all these portfolios with gasoline. Yeah. Look what I did in 01 and look what I did here and look what I did or 2021. Look what I did here and here and here. But the problem is as soon as there's headwinds, it's just it. there's no defense and and folks really tend to to struggle. And that's what's important as you're going to the retirement you cannot handle a 2000, a 2001, 2002, three year market decline. Yeah, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous to your retirement. You know, it's called sequence of returns, and that's a big fancy word for when do the bad years happen. And, you know, in a retirement, 25, 30 years, if you have a bad year when you're 95, that, you know, you still lose money and, and you, you don't like that, but you're probably not going to run out of money. But if you have that same drop, that same bad year in year one or two or four of being retired and you're taking money out, you know, that's extremely damaging on on how long that money will last and how much money you have to generate that income down the road. Well, and that's what we're really talking about. Important. We, we were talking about this just, just in a meeting we had last night. It, yep. It's not about the size of the nest egg. Yep. I mean, so many folks get that confused, and part of that is just Wall Street's analogy of, you know, how big's your number? How big's your number? I know Brad harps on that all the time and I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Let me ask you, let me ask you both. All right. Let me give you a scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get your opinion here. Okay. Let's go. Let's just say Bob and Linda, 60 years old. They have a pension for $80,000 a year and $250,000 a bank. All right. So $80,000 is a, is a pension they've got set up coming in every year from, from when they retire plus 250,000. Would you rather have that or Jim and Ann are 60. They have a million dollars in retirement assets in their IRA and 401k, no pension, and they need that portfolio to produce $80,000 a year. Which would you rather be? I'm going to go Bob and Linda, couple A. Is that Bob and Linda? Did I get it right? Yeah, Bob and Linda. So they only have $250,000 in account. They have an $80,000 pension. Yeah. You know what? what? And and same reaction. It's like, I, I want bird in hand. I want to know if I know that I've got 80 grand. Now, I think one big question, though, is I get what are the monthly expenses? But let's say it's in line with 80 grand and 250. I do like the burden hand. I I think, Chrissy, he's going to tell us we're both wrong, though. I don't know. No, I mean, it's no, it's a disagree. <laughs> no, I, think I think you're think both right. It's mailbox money. It's mailbox money. It's it's mm-hmm. having money position. That's why it's why the, re, the rules of retirement changed. When pensions went away, most companies don't have pensions anymore. They put the weight upon the 401k and, and the IRA and on the individual employee to do the savings. I think so many people are, are confused that, man, I got a million dollars. Number one, that's not all yours. You have to pay taxes on that million dollars. Most times it's not. Correct. Unless it was all in a Roth or something like that. What we see is uh, generally the vast majority of of people's investments and savings plans are in retirement plans, either 401k or IRA or, you know, pension. And, And before you can spend any of that, you have to pay tax on what you draw out. So- So that is not all your money. You've got a partner in there 
and it's the government. And the worst part about that is they get to decide how much they take. All they have to do is increase taxes, and you have zero say in that. Well, here's the other thing, and this is a very common example. We'll see folks all the time with a million dollars in IRA, 401k, but when they sit down and do their income planning, we like to do what's called an income gap. What are the necessities you need in life? What's the lifestyle mm-hmm. you want to live in retirement? All of a sudden, they need seventy-five, eight thousand dollars a month. Well, you you multiply that, you're eighty plus thousand dollars a year. You've only got a million dollars saved. That's over an eight percent withdrawal rate, mm-hmm. and that's if nothing goes wrong. That's really unsustainable for twenty-five years. And so we call we we circle back here to saying it's it's not just about the size of the nest egg. It's about understanding how retirement works and retirement savings and depleting that we call it the accumulation phase while you're working and deaccumulation phase as you're coming down off that that income mountain you need a clear understanding of your income and where you're getting it and how it fits into your overall strategy and so many folks think it's just about the nest egg but everybody would rather be bob and linda where you got eighty thousand dollars coming to a year and you got 250 grand sitting in an account than having a million and just hoping mm-hmm. that that'll last you through retirement and not go through markets like we're having right now. So, exactly. Like you said, not not having anything happen like the most incredibly high inflation we've had in four decades, market downturns, uh, raising interest rates, all of that and more that have already been kind of the perfect storm for today's retiree, especially if you're stepping into retirement in this first year. Folks, we all have to take a very quick break right now. We want to make sure that you start your own retirement readiness review and risk and fee analysis. It is complimentary to the radio listeners. All you have to do is reach out to us right here. Don't worry, you won't be interrupting the program. It's going to go right to the call center. 844-657-1072 is the phone number. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit about inflation and retirement planning moves with Brant and Joe. When we get back with more Wise Money right after this. Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. Also here, Chrissy, I'm your host, Spike. We are trying to help you through your retirement planning needs. Our our team, man, this was a great discussion this morning uh, around the table coffees and donuts we were talking about inflation well, you had you had a donut i didn't have a donut in case my wife's listening i did not have a donut no I did have no he did not bradley bradley was looking at the donuts though he didn't and, have it either he's been on a health kick man he's still he's looking good he's down like 15 no pounds he's all svelte no sugar no gluten he's he's like mr health guy or something what's gone into you man well then out it. of the 18 box of donuts how are six of them miss i guess i didn't have three donuts i did have three donuts i had three too so We've counted for the missing. Well, we got the rest of the staff that, you Sorry, know, guys. You know, we need all the donuts for the rest of the staff, guys. <laughs> oh, well, uh, speaking of gluttonous, the inflation numbers, uh, yeah. obviously we can look back and, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum all year long, but what the group was talking about was that, <clears throat> is it realistic to hope that inflation goes back down to a two or 3%? No. We, we were looking at some economists no. at yeah. much higher numbers. Yeah. No, I, I I think anybody that that plans on inflation long term going back to two is fooling themselves to say it nicely. I I think when you do retirement planning long term, uh, you may get inflation back to a general inflation rate. Right, everybody's personal inflation rate's different, but 
you, you may get inflation back to long term to five or six. I think I think the mm. long long term average is almost four percent, and it, it you know five or six percent at six percent costs double in twelve years. I think that's most so people, important. You know, most people's retirement. 25 is years. 25 or 30 costs are going to double two and a half times. I mean, so let's, let's use Figure that example. That out, let's use know? that example of the first time we talked rates, you know, someone needing $80,000 a year yeah. today. Okay. Well, if it's six and six, and we're not saying it's going to be 6%, but I'm going to, I'm going to give us some numbers here of the seventies and just be put a lot in perspective. Better than it is let's now. say it's yeah. 6% would be better. Let's say it stays that way. That means in, in 12 years, 80,000 turns into 160,000 to keep the same standard of living. Oh. Right. It, after tax. After tax. And you're going to be retired for, you know, more than just 10 Probably years. more than 20 12 years. 12 years, as you say. So you go another 12 years after that, and you've been retired for 24 years. Now you're at 320000 because prices double again. So you got to understand when the Fed is worried about inflation, it's very, very damaging to the modern retiree that have forgotten that it's not about the nest. It's about having income coming in to meet and, and hedge against inflation. And if it stays at the levels that it is now for any extended period of time, it gets significantly more expensive. I'll, here, here's some data. I'm a we're data people, right? So let's go just go back and look at, at some numbers and look at the 70s, right? It's the last time we saw some runaway inflation. Not that that's where we're going to be, but I answers this. I think this answers your question, Spike. You know, when when could we see it kind of coming down? Nineteen seventy, mm-hmm. inflation was five point eight, seventy one, four point three, seventy two, three point two. There we go. We'll take that. Look what happens here in seventy four, seventy four, eleven point one, seventy five, nine point one, seventy six, five point seven, seventy seven, five point six, seven point eight, eleven point three, thirteen point five, ten point three. 6.1, you have to get to 1983 until you get back down to about a 3.2% inflation rate. That's a really long time at those numbers. And so there is the fear of the Fed. There is the concern when it comes to long-term planning. We're seeing folks that, I, I just drives, this drives us nuts. They'll, they'll go to these big box firms and they'll pay, we saw $2,500, $6,000 a year for financial planning. And the assumptions, oh, inflation, we raised it to 2.5% going forward. That means every number in that $6,000 financial plan planning? is hogwash. It's, it's if, if planning. And one of the ifs is gone. If I have inflation at 2.5% and if I average 6% rate of return and if, 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 it's hogwash. And so it is a concern because I'm not sure the the modern retiree is truly aware of of what it could take in retirement to to sustain what yeah. they want to sustain. I mean, you talk about medical inflation. We've talked about that on the show, the cost of bill, of pills and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's Bills real. and pills, absolutely, both bills of them. But uh, yeah. what I was taking away from that 70s that you were giving there is I think I heard 11, 2 or 3 times in there, 11%, I think. Yeah, 74. And definitely some 9s. 74, 11, uh, 1, 11, 3, and 79, 13, 5, and 8, 80s. Where that's when we saw that's the last time we saw the Fed move like this was in the early 80s, and, and that's why there's the parallel 81, 10, 3. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, I, I hope we don't I mean history doesn't mean we're gonna do it, but but there is a, a good time, and we've just been really blessed with a low inflationary 
market and economy. Low inflation, low rates. Great. Low inflation, low rates. It is, time. it has been you know, easy. It's been you know, the easy button. You know, and, and, and I think that this has kind of bothered me for a while. We talk, I love it when you get bothered. We talk, I, love, I, I was just going to say the same thing. I love when we, Brad gets we, bothered. Brad, what bothers you? Well, here's what bothers me. You know, we talk about a lot of stuff relating to how to have a successful retirement. On We talk about it every week on the, on the radio show. We talk about it on the television show. We talk about it when, you know, clients come in the office. We don't know if you need help or if you want help, unless you come in and sit down and talk to us. And, and that's not a, a traumatic experience. It's, it's a visit. It's a conversation. And, and people can come in and ask us questions and we can talk to them and, and try to figure out if, if we can help them. Most of the time we can, if, if, if we choose to, right? I, I mean, we can't we can't help everybody. We we don't take all all the clients, everybody that comes in the door, and mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, I I guess what I'm trying to say is I I I think it's a mistake if people try to to do all of this stuff themselves just to avoid coming in and working with a professional. It's just just schedule it and come in and talk to us. Right. And what do you think some of that hesitation is? Do you think it's more of a fear of costs, of not understanding what uh, a professional investor is going to be implementing for them? Is it maybe uh, a possible embarrassment, thinking that they haven't saved enough? I, I think what it's think all the of the above. Well, I, think I think it's, it's all the above. I, mean, it's all I, I will say most folks, it's not the embarrassment not saving enough. I mean, we're, we're, the reality is we're, we, we tend, we're a money management firm. Usually folks have money when they come in, right? That's a standard um, kind, of, kind of thing. It's not uncommon for us to see you know, on a regular basis, folks still working and have a million dollars in their IRA yeah, or just sure. retired and a million, two, million, five. It's very common. So most of the time folks have, have capital. A lot of it is just the unknown. Um, you know, no one really wants to go to the dentist. No one really wants to go to their CPA and, uh, unless you're with us, cause yeah, we're a lot of fun. Say. Uh, but, but, but the, their idea of a financial planning office, some sterile place and, you know, they're, no. they're, they're getting papers shoved in front of them, graphs and charts. It just becomes, a, it just becomes, you know, sickening. So that's what we pride ourselves here mm -hmm. is, is getting jargon free and helping people truly understand what it means to be diversified, what it means to have a non-correlated asset. I think Chris has got a little example of this YouTube video. I wanted to play, we talked about it in an earlier segment. And mm -hmm. I think it's important because it kind of talks how we communicate with folks. Um, you know, it's not kindergarten time in here, but but the, our industry just is ignorant when it comes to terms and graphs and charts. And, and we just try to put it in English and help people truly understand, here's where you are, you know, here's where you should be, and here's some potential tracks maybe to take to get you where you need to go. And it truly becomes that simple. It truly does. And well, I, uh, think that, I think it's more effective. We're more effective as advisors if we, if we communicate in a straightforward, uncomplicated yeah. process. I yeah. mean, I grew up on a farm. I, I'm, a, I'm a simple guy, right? And, and I, don't, I don't like, I don't like when 
when people try to blow me over with vocabulary or terms or whatever just to show how much they know. That's not the point. The point is for us to be able to help somebody. You are fancy, though. You're, you're classy, but that's... He is I mean, that, oh, I'll, I'll take classy. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah did yeah, you want to play a moment of that clip? Yeah, go yeah, ahead and play Chrissy, it. play oh, yeah, that. This is, that. this is a great little story we got on YouTube. I just went back with a little story being a kid uh, and, and spending Christmas with my grandparents. And we equate uh, in this video, and, and, and folks, you got to go to our YouTube, go to our website, OWPrivateCapital.com, click our YouTube channel, you can check it out. But we equate really a very complicated conversation about correlation of assets to, to my Nana's quilts and uh, Grandma's quilts. We've seen a lot of damage for folks coming in for the first time in 2022. It's been a rough year for a lot of folks. But one thing we find, and it's a common theme, is so many of these folks that are coming in, when we get back this report, it should be like Grandma's quilt. It should have a lot of different colors. The challenge is most of them are just all one color, almost like a solid army quilt and kind of looks something like this. There's no differentiation of color. And what does that mean to you? It means that the majority of the assets in this portfolio, and this is an example of someone that had about two and a half million dollars that came in to meet with us, was all correlated together. When the markets are up, and they have been up the last several years, when assets are all correlated to each other, they will all go up at once. The challenge is if they're heavily correlated, the opposite happens. And in years like 2022, when both the stock and the bond market are greatly declining, these portfolios have seen quite a reduction in value. And it's a lot of the carnage that we're seeing right now because their portfolios don't look like grandma's quilt. They're heavily correlated. Where's your portfolio? How diversified are you? Are all of your assets tied together and moving in the same direction? I love listening to the new YouTube channel, which you can find by going to Olson, OlsonWilsonPrivateCapital.com. O-W, O-W, yeah, O-W. O-W, OWPrivateCapital.com. Go to the YouTube page. Joe and Brad have been putting together videos like that, along with the television show and live events and, of course, the weekly radio show. But more importantly, folks, we know that there's a lot of confusion out there. What's going to happen with interest rates? Joe just gave you a history on it. But what's going to go on in the future what do you need to do for your portfolio? What do you need to do to make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement? Call the phone number right here so we can start your own retirement readiness review. Complimentary for the radio listeners. 844-657-1072 is the phone number. More with Brad and Joe and Chrissy and myself when we get back. money with brad olson and joe wilson also in the booth myself chrissy we're talking about your retirement planning needs but you know what let's have a little bit of fun with this what does everybody want to do here uh before the end of the year what are we doing as we wrap up 2022 this this wonderful we'll year start with you what are you interest what rates. are you doing spike what are you doing um we are doing the family in chicago and then coming back for a staycation in the area i think we're going to do nice. uh we're going to do a musical for new year's eve we're going to cook a nice dinner and so forth done a lot of traveling this year as i know that uh you guys have as well so we, we're gonna travel for christmas but then stay at home for new year's how about there you, you go that'll be fun be good yeah Brad's family putting on a family musical will be a blast too <laughs> <laughs> Christy, right. are you, what are you doing are you doing the family musical uh my my family is not uh super talented musically when it inclined. yeah musically inclined however um you know we we're really good at cards against humanity and stuff like that so um 
you know, we're just going to Chapel Hill, which I, I don't know, like folks might know because of that basketball team yeah, that's out absolutely. there. Absolutely. Football yeah, team. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so not too far, but that'd be fun. Yeah, what about? I feel like Chapel I should Hill have asked. Chapel Hill is a neat is a neat little town. It is a neat town. It it is it is it's fun and it's it's home for me. So I'm excited. Oh, cool. What about yeah. you guys? I'm ex- I'm I'm ha- excited to hear your plans because I feel like we, they're going to be crazy. We are going to go out to Big Sky, Bozeman, Montana. Mm. And ski and race snowmobiles. What have you have you been before? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I've been. Yes, I, I've I used been. to ski all the time out there. Oh. Have you guys? Have you guys ever been out there? That is one of my favorite places oh, on earth. Big yeah. Sky, Montana, is literally beautiful, mind-boggling. I if, just googled if you've it. Never been. Oh, it's unbelievable. Whoa! It's, this is no I'm joke. I'm not. I'm not a fan no, of snow. I like going I in the summer and fly fishing tomorrow. out there, but. Uh, it awesome. is. You're on just just north of Yellowstone National yep. Park in Big Sky. It's about 45 minutes north, and it is it is the most breathtaking place I've ever been in my life. I'm that's jealous, Brad. A, that's a fun. great place to spend the holiday. Isn't that yep, cool? It is. Yeah, it's a really neat place. Big Sky. Bozeman's a cool little cattle yep. town that's just booming now with all the growth. It's 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 a fun place to visit. Yep. Now, did you both build this into the the family budget, the planning budget, the annual budget of the year? To no, wait, are you guys going on. together? God, no, no we're not oh. going together. We live <laughs> together here every day okay, in well, this office. So. so wait, wait, we still what? What are what are your plans then? You know what? I am taking the family. Uh, we've got two daughters getting ready to graduate college this spring. Sons in college, and we figured this is probably one of our last times to take a big family. Uh, vacation because she's going to be a big girl and going on into med school and time is um, mm. not going to be easy for her to get away like it has been. The holiday breaks won't really exist. So we're going to hop over, uh, hop on a little Delta plane and fly over to London. We're going to do a week in London and spend Christmas in London. And, and we are very, very excited. Something completely off the wall from what we normally would ever do. Take some pictures of Westminster. We are. It We're going. We're touring Westminster. We've got the whole thing. Uh, wow. Kensington Palace. We've got the Tower of yeah. London. W- Churchill's War Rooms. The War Rooms. Churchill. If you ever awesome go to London, exhibit. Churchill's War Rooms. Absolutely one it's of the coolest museums wow. I've ever been in my life. It looks like they just closed the door in the 40s and, and walked out. it walked out. Exactly and it, what is, they did. it is like you step back and you can't even imagine being underground wow. there with Germans bombing on top. It's just it's it's surreal and to realize that that those war rooms literally uh kind of saved uh it saved did the you guys from. It, did both of you have templates for these trips or did did you reach out to anybody a, a planner a team a, a travel advisor or these things that you both have wanted to do on your own and so you did the research well, luckily for me, um, Angela and I have been over to London before, and so um, we had a good friend of ours that is a that is a travel expert agent, whatever you want to call him, and and kind of gave us um, the lay of the land and some things to do. So we we Angela and I had already done that, and the kids have never been, so we just kind of echoed in what we've already done. Um, but but no, we had guidance for sure uh, the first time we went, and it was uh, I wouldn't have done it without her. It's just too much to do, too much to see. That's and what you, I mean. I mean got, even going you, on Brad's a trip. Going, Brad's got a friend. He's going with a friend that lives out there. So he's yep. got a, someone that knows oh, all the ins and outs of, of Big Sky. Yep. Yep. That's very experienced, helpful. But experienced mm-hmm. guide. 
Exactly. And, and having that, you know, because the, both of the trips are going to be fantastic, but having that insider, having that person, uh, you know, who's experienced it before, it makes the trip so much better. And if you guys can't see where I'm going with this, I, I would say the same w with your own financial planning. A lot of folks try to do it on their own, but when you reach out to a professional, you've got somebody who's, you know, who's done this over and over again. How many retirement plans do you think Olson Wilson Private Capital has put together. Is it? Is it not in the enough? Not enough. Seventeen hundred. Because there are a lot. Uh, of I mean, people from what we're seeing off the television radio show, not enough. This, for sure, have not come in and talked to us. I, I would say we we've not we've enough. Five. Well, today alone, we'll have five in-person meetings today from folks for the first time, and uh, it, it, that's not uncommon. We're seeing so many folks that have just really suffered a, a tough year. It's been a tough year in the market right. and um, it's, it's, it's a challenge to say the least. And we're, we're trying to see, and that's the thing that's important folks, you know, no matter where you are, if you had a good year, you had a bad year, you have to just, you can't put your head in the sand. You have to realize here's where I am. Mm -hmm. What's wrong. What are some solutions and some potential tracks to fix this and turn this around? And that's really what we do here at Olson Wilson private capital. We help you. We say it all the time, be, and more importantly, in our opinion, stay retirement ready. I know a lot of folks can be retirement ready. That's not the challenge. Retirement is 20, 30 years. You have to stay retirement ready. And that comes with a written income plan that has an income plan that has your necessities covered in life. And as expenses grow, that covers that. You need to have your lifestyle. No one wants to retire and just sit in the basement you know, and live off Campbell's soup. Um, you you want to live and you want to dream. You have to analyze that. You have to build into that. You have to plan your retirement just like you would plan a trip to Big Sky or London or North Carolina uh, or Chicago. You can't just go at it because things get missed. And um, it's what we do. It's what we do for a living. And and like Brad said, not enough. We've got a great team here. We're expanding the office again. Uh, we're adding more team members. We've got an interview uh, with another team member as soon as we finish up this radio uh, call and so you know we're adding to our team we're adding massive space and and we're here to help you Cincinnati be and stay retirement ready best way to do that is give Brad and Joe a call right here 844-657-1072 look we know the holidays are upon you you might be doing your traveling as well taking off for the holidays going off for New Year's and then, you know, we settle into January, into winter, and we just want to get on with our, our work lives. But folks, do something for yourself. Let's start doing that planning for your retirement right now. Or do a second opinion to make sure that you can stay retired. Do that for yourself this holiday season. 844-657-1072. Joe, you were just saying you're seeing a lot of the carnage from this last year. What are some things maybe you're, you're doing for folks right now as we wrap up today's program to try to untangle some of the knots? Are, are you getting folks into more defensive positions because of what has happened? What do you think are some of the things that well, you're really Well, I think really it, number saying? one, it varies. Number one, every account's different. So it varies upon upon the situation and the risk tolerance. I think, I think the number one thing, and also based upon where you are in your retirement journey, if you're getting ready to, or if you've got a few more years, that actually changes drastically. We've been defensive all year. We've had a had a decent year just because of the defense and how how we manage money um, and position money. We, we are looking at and making sure there's not lazy money. We see so many folks that have just freaked out and gone to cash. Um, and and the challenge with that is they're losing to inflation. We love cash as a short-term solution, but we love it more where we're getting 
And right now, because the Fed is raising rates, guys, and we talk about this weekly in our meetings, we're seeing short-term U.S. Treasury rates, you know, yielding, you know, up three plus percent. And I think some folks are just so scared they don't even realize that's just low-hanging fruit where you could pick up some some basic little return, even though that's not keeping up with inflation, more than just having lazy assets. So we're really just taking a baseline look. Number one, where's the risk? How do we minimize it? Two, where's the value? Where's the value in the market based upon your time horizon? And if you're getting ready to walk across that retirement threshold, you better have better have an income plan and an income engine. And we utilize every tool in the possible that we have. We utilize uh, you know, dividend stocks and we utilize option strategies and we utilize hedging portfolios. All of those are a key component of an income engine because you have to have income in retirement. You cannot go through retirement just hoping your portfolio grows and you take out the gain. That is one of the biggest misconceptions because if you have two or three bad years, you are eating your seed corn. You have to have income being generated off your assets that you've worked your entire life for so you can have the retirement of your dreams. Well, that's that's probably the number one thing we work with folks on. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. The, the very first step after we figured out where they are and why they are where they are, the very first step in planning a retirement is to generate stable, consistent income to pay their necessities. Joe calls it mailbox money. And that's the first step. Because if you know those necessities are paid, regardless of whether the market goes up, down, sideways, inside out, it doesn't matter. You can pay your bills. And that gives you the freedom to enjoy your lifestyle, your retirement, your golf, your grandkids, travel, whatever. It, it's, you know, retirement isn't or shouldn't be. I think it is for a lot of people, but I, retirement should not be having the market drop and go coming home and seeing red numbers all over the screen and get that knot in your stomach like, I, I wonder how that's going to affect us. Can we take travel? Can we? Yeah. Are we going to be able to do what we want to do? You know, spending your retirement years worrying isn't a good idea. Mm -hmm. Folks, that's going to be all the time that we have for today's program. I know it's the holiday season. You've got a lot of busy boxes to check off of your to-do list. But don't forget to do your retirement planning as well. There are moves to make before the end of the year call right now 844-657-1072 is the phone number 844-657-1072 so you can start your retirement readiness review thank you so much for listening to wise money with brad olson and joe wilson the co-founders of olson wilson private capital right here in cincinnati for brad joe and chrissy that's going to be all the time we have please tune in again next week Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC.